Okay, welcome to law school. This is the part where we go around in a circle and everyone says a little bit about themselves. We'll start with you. Uh, my name is David Kidney. I have a master's in Russian literature, a PhD in biochemistry, and for the last 18 months I've been uh, deworming orphans in Somalia. Awesome. Uh, what about you? Hey, how you doing? I'm Aned Wexler, got a PhD from Berkeley in women's studies, emphasis on the history of combat, and uh, last year I single-handedly organized the march for Lesbians Against Drunk Driving. Killer. Thanks. Good times. Aaron Mitchell. I graduated first of my class from Princeton. I have an IQ of 187. <laughs> and it's been suggested that Stephen Hawking stole his brief history of time from my fourth grade paper. Cool. Me? Yeah. Okay. Hi. I'm Elle Woods, and this is Bruiser Woods. And we're both Gemini vegetarians. I have a bachelor's degree in fashion merchandising from CULA, and I was Zeta Lambda New Sweetheart, president of my sorority, Delta Nu, and last year I was homecoming queen. Oh, two weeks ago I saw Cameron Diaz at Fred Siegel, and I talked her out of buying this truly heinous Angora sweater. Whoever said orange is a new pink was seriously deranged. <laughs> that was literally there perfect. That was, that was perfect on all accounts. That was the best one. Thank you. And gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King Kong ain't got shit on me. I am the I am so much crazier. I am the one who knocks. Go ahead. Make my day. Let's stay big boy. Because this is Facing Off, a podcast where we take two movies we find to be similar and we compare, contrast, and rate them. Today we are doing Legally Blonde and The House Bunny. I'm Gabe, and normally I'm just joined by Layla and Nick, which is dope. But we have brought back Holly Brown, which is even dopier. Holly, what's up? Dopier. Yeah, what are you trying to say? Hi. Did you get that reference? I know. Are you saying dopier like Elle Woods? Uh, no, I'm saying dopier like you're the fucking shit. What's up, Holly? All right. I'll take that. Thank you. Hi. <laughs> thanks for having me back. I love Yay. this pod. Yay. This is going to be And just I like finally get night. to meet Layla. <laughs> yeah. Via Zoom. Someday yeah. in person. But yes. So exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping that Layla was going to be like, so nice to meet you. So nice to meet you. Uh, <laughs> Um, anyways guys holly brown is unbelievably funny and you should be following her everywhere because she's like traveling the country right now and doing stand-up shows totally every which way um so throw your girl some love and go follow her on instagram it's at holly brown comedy right or is that holly anna comedy Nailed it. It has cha- changed many times. I've had many iterations because I struggle with my name. <laughs> I don't like it. But <laughs> That's nice to have multiple iterations of your name. I'm just I'm, gay, Brielle. I just. That's what they used to call me. But, you know, wore it with pride, literally. 
Uh, and you could also follow uh, Holly on Twitter. Uh, that one I know. It's at it's Holly Brown. And uh, you don't get to say that one I know when you look at your phone. <laughs> that one sure. I know from looking at my phone. It's uh, it's Holly Brown. Um, go follow her there. She's hilarious. And uh, follow Well Actually Pod because it's our favorite podcast outside of our Woo! own. And uh, they got some great episodes. They just nerded the fuck out this week uh, with a little Q&A. So go check that out. Um, guys, Layla, Nick, do you have anything you want to say before we start? Um, I get to meet Layla for the first time. <gasps> yeah, so exactly, true. Very, very I'm, coming, I'm coming to LA, y'all. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> And I get to. She is coming to LA. This meet Nick so fun. and see Nick and see Gabe for the first time in what is possibly over five years. So that is yeah, it has to be super. super uh, yeah, we used to just run into each other at the, <laughs> the LG, LG bars. bars. You know? <laughs> uh, so it's going to be lit AF in uh, SoCal this time, uh, seeing Layla. So we're really excited to see her. Uh, let's get it cracking. Let's talk about Legally Blonde and the House Bunny. Uh, Nick, do you have a synopsis for these? Because I know you do, and you texted it. To I us. do. I was looking for the text, and I was panicking that I couldn't find it in time. <laughs> Turn it over. Scroll, I scroll, wrote scroll, it, but scroll. I did. I did. I found it. Um, the connection between these two movies is: hot blonde woman goes to school, and despite the best efforts of people with questionable and less selfless moral compasses. Uh, learns who they really are, except one learns she's a total badass uh, who breaks typical hot blonde woman stereotypes, and one uh, just leans so hard into those stereotypes <laughs> until she learns that it stops working for her and she has to just be like a normal person. Yeah. And that's it. So that's sad. pretty accurate. I bit my tongue in the middle of that, but I persevered. I mean, we s- just thinking about it, like I had been talking to Holly about having her on to do Legally Blonde because it's one of her favorite movies and as it should absolutely. be it's just incredibly unique in terms of its story uh i mean they ended up you know making a musical out of it and an, a sequel or are there two sequels there's two sequels uh, another sequels, sequels in the works well they have oh, okay they All have right. two there's there's a sequel already and then now they're gonna do a third movie okay gotcha but it's just so unique but every time i looked up what to compare it to it was always the house bunny (gasps) well like house bunny was just always on those lists and like i think it's a great comparison i i mean like i mean despite the obvious flaws in the (laughs) film i i I think i do think it's a really solid comparison because you have two solid leads at least Mm -hmm. that can it's like one one is like the uh, apprentice to the master of the two actresses that's how i view it oh interesting i i can see that anna ferris is uh you know reese witherspoon's little baby oh yeah and i i kind of wish that anna ferris like ended up getting like a better career through that too and i I know know. but she's she's got a great podcast honestly if anyone wants to listen i love her podcast she's great yeah i love it too um but yeah, we can. They're, they're similar enough. Let's break them down and figure out which one is better. Even though we haven't, like, even <laughs> even if we've spoiled that already. Um, so if you haven't heard us before, we take five categories and we're doing comedy categories today. And in each of those categories, we are going to rate the movies on a scale of one to seven. Uh, one being lowest, seven being highest, and four being average or neutral or in between. Um, 
let's start since these are just outrageously funny comedies, both of them. Both of let's them. let's start with spectac hilarity, where we talk about the engagement level of the movies and also the hilarity. Like, how funny was it? Did it keep it well balanced uh, in terms of its humor? It's laughs per minute. I'm going to be moderating this time and making sure these three knuckleheads uh, keep in check. Uh, and we're not going to be starting with the boy. So, Nick, buzz out of this one. Let's start with our guest, <laughs> Holly. Why don't you talk about Spectac Hilarity with Legally Blonde? <laughs> Fuck, I just man. love how aggressively you just said buzz out. Buzz out, buzz boy. Out. Really uh, I object. More. It's, it's buzz, buzz out. out. Yeah. <laughs> buzz off? All right, Holly, what did you think about Legal Yeah, I, I think it is buzz off, but I like buzz out. <laughs> <laughs> um, spe- uh, so, Spectacularity, Legally Blonde, uh, no surprise here. Mama gave it a seven. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I love this movie. This is a- <laughs> one of the films that I've seen so many times that I did not rewatch it for this podcast. I'm that confident about how much I know wow. about it. Mm. I've I support I think that. I probably rewatched. Yeah. Yeah. I re- <laughs> and it's that good that it's memorable. So yeah. I gave it a seven. I said it, the film manages to have multiple plot points, um, subtle moments of satire, very overt, like it's subtle, but also overt at the same time when you, those like shots of her parents by the pool. Oh yeah. You know, ble- pay- Full on being these caricatures of these Beverly Hills people like, honey, you can't go there. I love that he has the martini glass in his hand at the graduation. (laughs) (laughs) But I I think it's so brilliant how they were able to do that because it didn't take you out of the movie. Even those people were full on caricatures. Uh, And same as her best friends, the two her two sorority sister friends, like they're not grounded in reality in any way. But you don't care because they're. L is the driving force of that friend group, and so you're not thinking too deeply about them. You're, I, and I just think it's so well balanced with comedy, heart, intelligent writing, um, and one of my absolute all time favorite things in the world is when people can write movies successfully with quote unquote dumb leads. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's we're supposed to believe that these less intelligent people can't do these clever lines or say, but all. I would say both films do that somewhat successfully. It's like we're supposed to fully buy in that these people are dumb, but we, you're, they're not. Like they're not in the way that Romy and Michelle aren't dumb in Romy and Michelle's oh my school God, reunion. What a reference! So, what a reference! Because they're so <laughs> clever. Like that writing is incredible. It tricks the audience yeah. into thinking people are dumb and smart at the same time. Like I, I just think this movie is brilliant and and hilarious. Well said. A hard seven yeah. out of seven from Holly. What about you, Layla? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how much more I can follow up to that. I mean, it's just a perfect summation. I am going to give it a six because there are just other movies <gasps> that like I I like f- comedy wise and more engaged with. But a six is an incredible score. I feel like I should say that I'm going to give it a six. It's we have I to mean, say it every time. This movie, <laughs> this movie starts off on a great montage with perfect playing, and it's just like that. that and every time I hear that song, oh. I'm like legally blonde. Like I can't not think about oh, that yeah. montage, both at yeah. like the beginning and end, because it plays at the beginning and end. But I mean, it just kicks it off. You're like, yeah, I'm in. I'm good. I'm ready to sit down and watch this movie. There's multiple montages in this movie that do that, like the montage at. Um, Harvard, where she's like, fuck all of you. <laughs> like, I'm going to do this right now. And she just starts studying super hard and like is killing it in classes. 
I'm just completely engaged throughout this movie. It's so funny. Holly, everything you said about the comedy and the narrative itself is incredible. I mean, they even like they find ways to flip the stereotypes in so many parts of this movie that are so subtle and funny. Like even when the parents are talking about her going to law school is like a negative thing. <laughs> like yeah, I just lawyers love... are boring and ugly. And yeah. I was like, yeah, he's fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the so ones. funny. The yeah. comedy is hilarious. I love, uh, I mean, I'll talk more about it later on, but like, speaking to your point holly the flipping of the narrative with like dumb quote-unquote versus like they and they establish how smart she is so quickly like the first scene is them in that store and she just like shuts this lady down immediately with like her like intelligence about things that she finds important in her life and it sets the tone really quickly and i love that and it doesn't intelligence can be social all of the above and i think that she um has it all uh yeah it's it's an incredible movie, and I am never taken out of this movie at all. I think it's almost perfection, so six for me. Nick, was it perfection for you? It's not perfection, but I would agree with everything Layla just said. It's close to perfection. <laughs> I also gave it a six. I'm never, I'm never taken out of the movie. I actually watched the last like third of it or so like a couple weeks ago when Julie watched it, and then I rewatched it again. Nice. Still great. The whole courtroom scene is just fantastic. So Incredible. Mm-hmm. Oh my so god. Um, and yeah, it's just got like a lot of heart. And and Reese Witherspoon is just like a star. So good. Yeah, she's so good. she's great. I made she's just amazing in that role. It almost went. To, I'm looking at the list of people it almost went to, and I feel like Charlize Theron could have done a really interesting job no i mean maybe not, not at that time because like, i don't it's know what so she was like ago. at that time yeah for it yeah maybe like kirsten dunce who, or something uh, though but um, who else was considered um well this is holly's favorite section alicia silverstone <laughs> oh. oh yeah yep Catherine yeah. heigl no Ugh. christina applegate could see that yes do not make that noise for Katherine Heigl. I will not stand for this. No one likes Katherine Heigl. She's like literally the most hated person in Hollywood. Yeah, but she's only hated because I, I, people are assholes. It's not because oh, she's it, actually I, yeah. an asshole. Oh, oh yeah, okay. unfortunately, it's it's a very sexist sexist narrative that yeah. has she just made Hollywood. It's always oh. knew what she wanted and she, she asked for it. it yeah. and she did she's the very right thing. Self-assured. Yeah, totally. Okay, I'm going to check my privilege at the door, my and I will God, definitely Gabe. look this up, because I, I, I didn't know this. Buzz I didn't out. know this. I, I didn't know that fun. we actually stand Katherine Heigl and Defender. I, I, didn't, I didn't know, but I, I, love I believe Catherine it. I Heigl. Okay. No, she's I'm, dope. I'm she's dope. Um, Mila uh, Jovovich, not yeah. blonde, not, would not do it. Uh, mm. Jennifer Love Hewitt, also not blonde, but could be fine. They would have dyed their hair uh, for this. I could, see, yeah. I could see Jennifer Love Hewitt yeah. a little yeah. bit. Same. I could see that And Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Fuck no. No. Yeah, but we don't like her, right? I, I'm not about that life. Um. Okay, all right. Uh, nah. All right. Did you give it a six? I just... I gave it a six. I just forget about her. Yeah, fair enough. Um, all right, well, let's move on to the house bunny. Uh, let's talk about the engagement and the hilarity of the house bunny. I'll, I, I'm going to start with Layla. I know oh, Nick God. is, like, wriggling Man. in his seat. Come on, Lenny. <clears throat> um... I'm going to give it a three mm. and it's, and I'm being nice simply because of Anna Ferris. Like I'm giving okay. it, I'm giving it that score simply because of her. I would have given it much lower if it was anybody else. I think she carries this movie and she is remarkable and I stand her and I will never say anything negative about her ever. And I will spend a lot more time talking about her in acting. Um, 
everything else about this movie upsets me very, very, very much. I didn't realize <laughs> I didn't realize how upset I was by this movie until I rewatched it. Like I had only seen it like maybe once or twice before when we were like kids when it came out, and like yeah. I remember loving it, <laughs> and then I rewatched it. Um, and everything went downhill. I don't know. I, the writing is so bad to me. Like, I don't think a single side character is funny. Like, I don't, I think every joke they make falls for me. I don't, like, I'm, it's such a misuse of Emma Stone and some of the actresses. I think the, the characters they wrote, like the stereotypes they tried to create with those girls were like not good versions of those stereotypes. And their jokes were like very misused and overused. Um, yeah, I could keep going. I just don't think it's great. And I don't think the interactions are great. I, it, it's supposed to be cringe humor like a lot of the time. And really, it doesn't hit the way cringe humor is supposed to. I really just hated it. <laughs> and mm. I was upset while I was watching it. But again, I'll finish off with saying Anna Ferris is a queen and she's incredible. And the fact that she can play these characters and not break all the time and just steadily carry herself <laughs> through these movies is a testament to how incredible she is. And this movie is what it is because of her entirely. So fucking props to her. What a comedic actress. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Nick, okay, your turn. <laughs> Dude, I mean, you, I, can, I stay in Anna, Anna Ferris. It's fine. She's, she's fine. This movie's not fine. <laughs> I laughed four times. I counted. You counted on your hand. I didn't even get to the slash through the tallies. I just went one, <laughs> two, three, four. There was no slash. Um, it's not funny. Like it's just not funny at all. I gave it a one. Oh wow! Ooh, okay, that's funny. And this is the funny category. So I don't know. I could. You didn't find I don't even know. the story engaging or anything. No, the character the story arc is not engaging. There's okay. no. Her character arc is just I'm hot, and then I turned 27, and then I thought I wasn't hot anymore, so I had to be normal. Yeah, I guess if you simplify it. All right, Nick is <laughs> Nick is done. I did not. I didn't laugh. I don't think it's funny, and I don't think it's Anna Ferris's fault. Like I do agree with you, Layla. Like Anna Ferris is not. The problem. The problem is that it's so poorly written and everything is just like you said, it's like cringe humor, but the cringes are like actual cringes. They're not like cringe, like hee hee hee. They're just like, <laughs> oh, Jesus, shut up. Uh, Holly, do you concur or. I've were seen you... your faces, Holly. You're ready to like come at us right now. Change our minds. She found it no. riveting. I, I don't 100% agree with everything. I. But I get it. It's almost, honestly, I would say you guys have convinced me a little bit to lower mine because I put it at four mm. because of which Anna is like, like an average score, which would be normal yeah. too. <laughs> I mean, I would say this part of it because I, personally, Anna Ferris had multiple moments that made me laugh out loud, and she totally. was the only one that did that. But she did make me laugh out loud, and she Amazing. was so good. So, good. so if I'm gonna go straight on humor, I will. I think she's just that good that it raised it up for me a little. Yeah. Um, but uh, what else did I write? My, you dumb bitch. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was my inner monologue. <laughs> I said, I wrote that I gave it a four because Anna Ferris is undeniably a star in this. Yeah. Uh, I believe her character. I don't agree with you, Nick, a hundred percent that that's all she was. I think that it showed a little bit of humanity in the sense that, she helped these girls relax and not be so stressed out and uptight. And they helped her find dignity in herself. 
So I think that is being generous what I said, but I think it's a little <laughs> more there than I think the backbone of what you're saying is a hundred percent there. I don't yeah. think that they like, executed yeah, it super well, but the a hundred percent the concept is there for people to see. <laughs> Right. I so thoroughly enjoy her date with Colin oh Hanks. On that, oh, that, yes. that scene is fucking funny. Like, That's one of the I would say there's, there's, <laughs> <laughs> ooh, let's get together three. Um, the last that, time that the door is really loud is one of them. <laughs> um, her remembering not, names is just oh, one of the f- best it, bits it of all me. time. Yes. Yeah. Holy yeah, she. <laughs> yeah, I loved I love that scene so much, and I think that scene is so like it has full scenes to me that are funny. Most of them are not, but the I, that's a memorable one. Like she has those cute those bug eye glasses, those oh my cute God. cards, yeah. and she he's like, are those note cards? She's like, no, no cards, no, no. These are napkins. I'll go get us more napkins. Like I can't even attempt to do an impression because she did such a funny. She is actually. one of a kind, truly one of a kind. <laughs> Yeah, but I agree with you, Layla, that the other characters are so fucking useless. And I hate (laughs) when movies do that, when they give you this like plethora of characters that you're as an audience member supposed to find relatable. Totally. It's like a kid with the Spice Girls where you find yourself in one of them and none of them are relatable. Why the fuck was one of them pregnant? Who's that? Who said that's a this is a cliche in sororities. We got a hot pregnant girl because she's pregnant though she's not hot we had a pregnant girl in our fraternity but i think that was pretty uh random wait (laughs) gabe gabe did you just hear yourself yeah it was a bad joke and it uh was a whiff (laughs) and uh we can move on i'm not even sure what you mean (laughs) i I can't describe the joke to you afterwards but okay wait so holly you gave it a four out of seven that's not bad yeah, okay, and you're I do have it. one question. Yeah. How how long has uh, Carrie May been in fucking college? Jesus. Oh, oh yeah, true. literally. And I mean, she she yeah, says it, ca- so she's like, oh, did, does she, she says okay. something? I was also like, I, she says a number. I think she says like eight years of like fa- like faking it or oh, some okay, shit okay. like that. I don't know. Is Carrie May the one I, that's like? Uh, uh, where's the crapper or whatever? Yeah. In that yeah. Scene? Okay. She's yeah. like, I have to go do something mysterious. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I don't. It was oh. bad, but I kind of laughed at that. Wait. All right. That's the. Yeah. What? Oh, just I feel like you guys will agree with this. That, like, since it's a Happy Madison production, mm, yeah. you can see those little moments in there that they were trying to do, and it was like the bad sides of Happy Madison productions, yeah. where yeah, it was. they. I think Anna Ferris just can act better than a lot of actors that Adam Sandler normally casts in those kinds of roles. Yeah. And I think that's why it was successful with her. But the other humor just didn't work at all for anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. fair. All right. Holly, why don't you continue with actoring for the house bunny and actoring is where we talk about, uh, the performances, but also like if the writers and directors help those performances or not. And like, were these characters funny uh, as a result mm-hmm. of their, you know, acting abilities or the writing? Um, go ahead with House Bunny. <laughs> Sorry, I just love your delivery with that. You just like basically gave up. <laughs> I just was like, I didn't know where I was going with it, but I, I knew I knew what the category was. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about House Bunny. Um, yeah, I gave it a three for actoring and I wanted to give it a four because again, I love Anna Faris so much, but I can't because she's not the only actor in the film. 
So actually, you know what? I'm giving it a fucking two if that's the Whoa, case. Whoa, <laughs> suck it, house if bunny. I can't, if I can't lean on on affairs, I'm going to give it a two. I do think Emma Stone was is just so likable that I um she was another standout for me. While her lines weren't necessarily written well, she still delivered them very well. Agreed. Um, but Marvin, the houseboy in the Playboy Mansion, can absolutely fucking jump off a cliff on a Segway <laughs> yeah. and die. I hate that man. Yeah. I Such hate a that. Lame character. I hate that guy. He's. I just don't he's even get so like bad. was he I was he supposed to be playing the character in a way where he doesn't really remember his lines? No. I don't know. He's a bad actor. Yeah. He's he's actually a like a, a very shitty person in real life too. Oh, all right. He he's like a ho- I mean, I don't know the politics of everybody here, but he's like a hardcore Republican uh, piece of shit. Mufta. Uh Andy he's can't a stand-up act? comedian Jeez. comedian, yeah. Yeah, but I, I he was so every time he was on screen, I was Lucy like, Carly, I yeah. I just want to black out because I'm drinking right now. Well, I didn't even so. know that information, and I felt that way. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's all I got for that. I mean, just Mar- <laughs> I, I I can't get over Marvin. I do like um, what's the guy's name that plays Shooter McGavin? Oh fuck, I love uh, that actor. Crap. I think he was really funny and charming in this, like the tiny moments he had mm-hmm. in the court, in the yeah. end scene. Yeah. And she, the Anna Ferris is like, it is germane to our predicament. And he goes, Oh, well, if it's germane, <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. Uh, but th- that c- carry on. That guy's so funny. All right, Nick, what did you think? Actoring house bunny is his name. <laughs> Christopher Mc Dougal. Come on. IMDb. McLovin. Low. He looks like Victor Garber on steroids. It's Christopher a bit. Yeah, a little bit. McDonald. Christopher McDonald. <laughs> we are that. so sorry. Come on the pod at some point, though. Yeah, we'd, we'd love to have you. Uh, Nick, what did Stan you think acting for um, House Bunny? Also a two. Okay. Um, because uh, Anna Ferris delivers some things good. Okay. Sure. <laughs> but no one else does. Uh, Rumor Willis is horrible. Um, Emma Stone's <laughs> really trying, like you said, Holly. She has horrible lines. Atrocious. So bad. But none of them Awful. are delivered poorly because she's Emma Stone. Yeah. Um, which is just mm-hmm. so ridiculous. The Dude, the, what's the old the person who's been in college forever? Her name? Carrie May. Carrie May. Uh, was the directing to her just like make your voices deeper because <laughs> you're big? You know, and she was like, yeah, what, like, it's like the stereotypes like, yes, didn't even make exactly sense. Like that. Like, I know. What stereotype is that? I don't even know what she's doing. Big. She's just big. Large? She's, the, <laughs> she's larger. Large person yeah. who needs to go find the crapper. That's she's like, with bad posture? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, her posture. Vaguely a mustache? It's, it's just, yeah, she's like mannish. And they're like, yeah. well, make your voice mannish. And she was like, well, won't people not believe it? Like, it sounds like a joke. And they're like, yeah, that's the joke. It's just bad jokes. They are the worst Happy Madison jokes, and I, I don't know if I've said this on this podcast. No way. That is so not true. I do not like Happy Madison production movies. Almost any of them. You don't like Joe Dirt? Some of the better Academy ones. Award-winning Joe Dirt? <laughs> Some of the ones that are like the highest echelon are fine to me. The rest of them, highest the humor echelon. doesn't work for me, and I'm, not gonna, I'm just not going to pretend that I enjoy them. Yeah, we had... Not a movie I enjoyed. We had our other friend Nick uh, Doria on for uh, Little Nicky versus uh, Waterboy, and <laughs> Nick Tellier over here was just s- unbelievably upset the whole time. Don't, uh, I don't no, think he was it's just funny. Out. It just doesn't jive you're, with me. You're going to tell me House Bunny is worse than Little Nicky. Uh, 
That's a hill you're gonna I die on. I would say on. that. I'm not gonna die on that. <laughs> that's a hill he'll die on for sure. I'm not gonna die on that hill. I would put them pretty. You, Let's you said not it was the worst Happy Madison. Little no, 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 no. I said it's some of the like you said some of the worst Happy Madison humor. Oh my! I bad. don't think it's the worst Happy <laughs> my, Madison my movie. Be. I think that they're all trash, and I would put them all in a trash can, except for the highest. <laughs> wow. On the- <laughs> okay. I don't care. Come at me. Wait, you gave it what a two? Wait, what about you, Layla? Well, the funny thing Please is we're like all agreeing six. with you. Um, no, I'm giving it a two. Um, <laughs> okay. I, uh, I'm, most, I'm mostly aligned with Holly entirely. I do think Anna Ferris is doing something really awesome in this movie. I think she could do a lot of movies like this and she could carry them herself. She's, an, she's a great comedic actress. People do not give her enough credit for the bit that she's doing in all of these movies. Again, like she carries it thoroughly in every scene for an entire movie and it's not an easy bit to do um she's really fucking funny and i'm giving it entirely for that reason emma stone like i i feel i honestly feel like you guys are being a little bit nice about emma like i'm i'm an emma stone stan like i love her to death i think she's one of the greatest actresses of her generation i think she's doing nothing here (laughs) like i think she She's incredible. She's an incredible comedic actress. Like she's just doing a very basic, very limited version of herself in this movie, in my opinion. She's been in comedic movies. I think she's done better job in comedic movies. I don't think they gave her anything. I think that's the worst part of all of this. Like the scene where she's sitting and talking about her philanthropic ideas, I was like I was like upset when I was watching that scene. Like what are these fucking lines that she's saying right now? Like, we should get some mice and we should pass them around. Like, what the fuck? Is that supposed to be funny to anybody? Oh, yeah. yeah. That like, line just fucking fell straight through the ground. It was awful. Like, it just is mm-hmm. awful. It's awful. Yeah. It's so bad. I just, I, I, yeah. And then there's, like, Kat Dennings is, like, trying to be Kat Dennings in this. And, like, I like her in some things, but, like... Again, it's these stereotypes they tried to create that are just really bad versions of the stereotypes that exist. And I don't know why they wrote them this way. It's like exaggerated, inaccurate versions of the stereotypes or attempting to make different versions of them that none of them fell or worked at Mm -hmm. all. So if it wasn't for Anna, I'd be giving this like a zero. I think the writing in this movie is disgusting and there's not a single character I care about other than Anna. Wow. Woof. I will say personally, I I like this version of Kat Dennings, what she did in this, uh, because sometimes I can. Yeah, you like hate Kat Dennings. (laughs) Uh, I do like her in like Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, though. So I'll say that. Um, All right. Let's talk about Legally Blonde actoring, which I imagine is so much better. And I actually think that Nick should start us off because he's the biggest Reese Witherspoon fan in this group. Am I? No, I'm kidding. That's a joke. I, I guess I have to How describe all my fucking jokes on this podcast, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm just surprised. I mean, Tough I do crowd. really like Reese Witherspoon. I just so. didn't know that you guys didn't like her as much as I did. I gave it, um, I'm between a five and a six. I don't think that it's a seven, but Reese Witherspoon is just an icon. Uh, Luke Wilson is great in his role. There's, like, some peripheral characters that I'm just, like, whatever about and I don't think are, like, amazing. But, no, I'm going to go six. Because, like honestly, Oh, my God. Because solid. of the face I just made? <laughs> no. No, actually, I didn't I didn't look. I was thinking. <laughs> I was, I was looking at the. I was looking at the actors. 
Uh, did you give it a seven, Layla? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you did? Okay. Whoa, <laughs> interesting. Okay. Uh, Layla or Holly, you guys fight to decide who gets to go next. Oh, Just Holly, you can totally go. <laughs> I wasn't gonna fight, but thank you, Layla. We'll um, God damn, can't I can't um, cause mayhem on this pod either? <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, Holly. Uh, uh, I give it a seven across the board. Seven, seven, seven. I think this movie is absolutely carried by the women in it. Like the men are good, but the women are phenomenal um, because they did such a good job at, at writing of a myriad of types of women. Um, you know, Reese Witherspoon, obviously cream of the crop. You know, lo- lover. I-, I love Reese Witherspoon and everything. Uh, Selma Blair as Vivian is perfect, perfect. because she's not too much of a villain. That exactly. when the the switch comes, that you're you're buying it every yes. bit of it. She, you can see the insecurities insecurities in her the whole time. I loved her. Linda Cordellini as Chutney. I mean, Jesus Christ! I what a fucking forgot name. she was even in this movie. <laughs> when I was rewatching, I was like, "Holy shit! The love I'm, of my life is I in this," and I didn't even know. Stand Linda Cardellini. Yeah, she's, she's yeah. Ch- you can't we stand Linda Cardellini. We stand her. We stand the oh, opposite I, of what you the, said. I will. I'd marry her. Yeah, she's fucking Linda. Great. And then. Je- <laughs> What is she? What's her line? She's like, and the, I, do you know what it's like to would to have somebody that's the same age as you? This is so good. Uh, she has like gum in her. I think she has like gum in her mouth yeah. on the witness stand too. It's pretty great. Uh, sorry, and to then, cut you off. You know, no, it's okay. Jennifer Coolidge is my last point because oh. she is just incredibly Jennifer Coolidge Vintage. and ve- yes, very. Uh, she's so good. And I'm taking the dog. <laughs> She's so good. Oh, that's great. And then Victor Garber, the, like I fully, as a kid, I was obsessed with this movie. And I, I think I ha- like my hatred for Victor Garber from this film carried on to every other actor that he ever did. True I mean, that. He's the, yeah. he's the reason why the Titanic sunk. That asshole, idiot, <laughs> fucking dumbass architect. Um, yeah. See, yeah. there you go. Perfectly cast because they knew he was a dick. Yeah. Is a dummy dick. Don't even how to build wasn't, a ship. Wasn't Titanic like before Legally Blonde though? Yeah, but you know <laughs> they what? just knew Layla. back then. <laughs> yeah, they did. Wait, but uh, Layla, you also gave it a seven out of seven. Yeah, hundred okay. percent. I think every single person in this movie is doing exactly what they need to do in this movie, and every character is written perfectly. I completely disagree that there are side. I don't. There's not a single side character that I'm not about. Like the even the parents have like two lines in this movie. They don't even have a line at graduation. The dad just holds up a martini, and I'm like, the yeah. comedy hits. Like it's so good. Um, Jennifer Coolidge is a, a like an American sweetheart. We love her. She's incredible. Her. That's the thing about this movie. Like the characters that were built are iconic characters. Like I know them all. I love them all. I, I, like, I think about them all outside of this movie. Um, they're incredible. Um, Selma Blair. I'm so glad you brought it up. She is one of love her. the few. Like she, uh, the girl villains in movies always upset me because mm-hmm. they don't have enough humanity ever. Like ever, and she plays. In my opinion, a vi- like almost equally important, like breaking stereotypes, female character in this movie to Reese Witherspoon because mm-hmm. she's so vulnerable. Like she's like 
trying to be this version of herself that she thinks she needs to be. And she's trying to like keep this man that she thinks she needs to be with. And you watch her slowly unravel that and in a very human way. So you do fall in love with her by the end of it and you appreciate her. And when she makes a mistake, she's like owns up to it. And we don't get female villain characters like that ever that like come yeah, full circle so right. and it's it's just a testament to how like the how well written the characters in this movie are yeah i just got chills when you were talking about Tom <laughs> Blair. i think everyone out there if when it becomes available i i, I was fortunate to see it but there's a documentary on selma yes. blair called introducing also selma blair and it actually made me cry a stand uh, of selma blair in real life yeah she's well i just incredible. i didn't know anything about what she was going through and and it is yeah, heartbreaking it and she is so incredibly funny and I, the most unfortunate thing is that her health condition never allowed her to work long enough to yeah. get the like have those roles where she could be super goofy and funny. And she's just a great yeah. person. So I, uh, uh, I, I moved my that. score up to a seven. The only <gasps> character that I don't like is Matthew Davis. I don't really like Warner. Yeah, I, I think, think he very... works but though. That's the point, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. You're supposed to not like him. No, but I, just I think because he's... he's that good of an actor in it. Yeah. I think we could have hated him even more. Yeah, that's probably why he didn't have a career after. Yes. I love how like he sociopathic he looks in the car when he he's is like, in Come on, the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> and he's like, got, he can't oh, move his uh, smile or whatever. And Ali Larder is also fantastic. Oh, so good. Yeah. She's yeah, so good too. Absolutely. She's really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't appreciate it until this watch. Uh, go wow, sevens one. all around for that. That was great. Uh, let's talk about a category that we usually leave for the end, but I actually think it'd be important to make some differences between these movies early. Let's talk about legacy. Mm-hmm. How did uh, how did you react to these movies over time? How have they aged uh, with comedies? <laughs> a lot of comedies don't age very well. Um, so maybe talk <clears> about <throat> some of that. I will throw out some stats for you guys because uh, then you could just talk about your subjective opinion. But uh, interestingly, they have very similar IMDb scores. And that is because... Atrocious. Uh, but IMDb is incredibly sexist, yeah. incredibly racist. If you look at just the scores, yeah. uh, I, I, w- I could map out all the movies that would show you exactly that they f- are are fucked. That's fun. But it is it's a five point five to a six point nine. Six point nine is not horrible, but it's not. It is really low for a movie as I'm beloved as six point three. Oh, it's, oh yeah, it's even worse. Yeah, so pretty close. When did you look at this? It went down by. No, I just wrote it down wrong. Oh, um, oh. but if, <laughs> if, if in the last day. <laughs> but Legally Blonde has like a a fifty nine on Metacritic, which just like completely That's surprised me. Um, but it made a hundred and forty one million dollars off of an eighteen million dollar budget. So this was just like an absolute sleeper hit. So, ladies. How did Legally Blonde age for you between the last Perfectly. time you watched it? It was probably a couple months ago or something. <laughs> Just every month I watched it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Holly, how did it age for you? Perfectly. Oh. It's so good. Oh, like, I, I mean, granted, I didn't just rewatch it. I know I'm sure you guys did. So I'm sure there there always is like a line that doesn't age well in every film of all time. But I don't I can't think of one. There so isn't one. I think it. <laughs> there we go. You don't think anything <laughs> aged poorly? Okay. I don't I can't think of anything like 
nothing stands out. I, I don't want to die on that, though, because like if there is one line where someone calls someone the R word, I'll be like, Ugh, I'm out of there. Pretty but, sure they do in I House Bunny, but I don't think that they do in, yeah. in Legally Blonde. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but I think this movie is like hands down up. Uh, you know what? IMDb Rotten Tomatoes, they do so poorly at judging rom-coms, too. Like they gave because it's all I'm dudes. sure a lot of people disagree with. Yeah, they gave uh, the wedding planner like fucking less than 20 percent. And you can fucking argue idiots. that it's not the best movie of all time, but that is a way too low of a score mm-hmm. for that movie. True that. Uh, but this one to me, like it, it's up there with the greats. It's up there with Pretty Woman. Like this is one of the best rom-coms I, in my lifetime that I've ever seen. And I think it will stand the test of time. I'm nervous about the third movie they're making, but <laughs> hopeful because it's a, a helmed by women again. Yeah. So, and Reese Witherspoon has a, her fucking eye on the prize in life right now. She's killing She's it with killing her, it. her picks. Yeah. So I, I'm like, if Reese Witherspoon would choose to do this, then it must be good. True that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She has been on fire. Like she's, uh, very carefully choosing her roles and doing a lot of like TV and a lot of prestigious movies. She also, um, yeah, she's putting fun. little fires everywhere, if you will. Oh, Aww. damn, that book sucked. <laughs> uh, Layla, um, so it's a seven for you as well, Layla? Yeah, seven. Oh, sorry. No, yeah, it's, it's Holly, also. we're done with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a seven for me. Um, okay, great. I, I just think it continues to age well. It's, it's, to this day, still some of the best female characters that have been written. So I think it's just mm. constantly going to be something women look to, to watch, like to show other girls and to show their kids and all of the above. So I think it's going to continue to age really, really well. The humor is not offensive humor. It never was. It's it's mm-hmm. it's it's a, another testament, kind of like what we said with um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. It's another testament to how comedy doesn't have to be offensive and that it can just be like... Mm-hmm. Just purely yeah. sweet and lovely and comical like and funny. funny. Yeah. Yeah. You could just like try harder to be not an asshole. Like using, <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah. Um, so I think it's going to continue to age really, really well. Uh, they're obvi- they, you know, it was made into a Broadway musical. Um, it's referenced all the time. I don't like, I think it was like last year that Kim Kardashian dressed up in all of the bathing suits that she wears in her, um, <laughs> her audition tape <laughs> so for Harvard. And it was like this huge photo shoot that came out and it like kind of resurfaced legally blonde again. Um, and obviously they're making another one and, uh, Reese Witherspoon also has a production company like she's she's producing stuff and she's putting content out and she's like really smart about projects that are picked and she has like a whole um, like her own book list where she's recommending books to women and like re like creating content out of those books. So I, I entirely trust her to make this movie. I think she will not let us down. Um, the second one is just as entertaining to me and I think it does a really great job of again bringing up important issues and talking about great things so there's no question to me this is this is something i will be showing my daughter someday if i have a daughter but you know i will let's hope let's hope <laughs> nick did it age well for you over time came yeah. out like 20 years ago so yeah yeah i mean i don't like rewatch it all every month like you guys do which is apparently <laughs> the joke that we're running with even though i think it's not a great one sorry gabe Oh, so every joke I make, okay. <laughs> that was a good. This joke. is the roast, yeah, the roast funny. of Gabe Siegel over here. Nah. You know what? Fuck you guys. I'm ending the recording. I have not said anything. I, you just said the roast of Gabriel Siegel. I know. She's leading the charge I, over here. 
I wasn't roasting you. I'm just titling us, it. <laughs> She's the narrator. She's really the mastermind. She's the narrator. Of the, yeah, that's right. Um, I, I will also give it a seven because okay. it is spawning all of these cool things. I do think that none of it is offensive and all of it just raises women up and, and it's like a really great movie that just holds the like the um stands the test of time that's what it is mm. mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the phrase holds the test yes um, holds the test of time i do need to do a deep dive into <laughs> i i originally went six because all of these ratings are so low and i'm like well something's i missed something but if the thing that i missed is just everyone being an asshole then um I'm good. <laughs> I, IMDb is just not trustworthy um, mm-hmm. with any female-led movie or any uh, minority-led movie. So, um, yeah. Okay, sevens all around. Wow, you guys really love this movie. It's surprising. Uh, I didn't know people loved it. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, House Bunny. No one reacted. What did no you guys react. give it? I'm giving – I'm going to just – I'm just going to predict right now that it's going to be one, two, and two ones. Uh, oh, let's start. We don't do many predictions let's start this. with Holly. Yes, I'd like this. Oh man, I don't even know. I'm gonna say one. Yeah, I, I give it a one oh, okay. because of Anna Ferris. Like my 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 gut wants to say fucking zero because it does not. It's not gonna hold up. No one's gonna watch this in 30 years. No, hmm. but on a, if someone's like doing a study on comedic acting, they might. <laughs> Yeah. that's the only legacy it could potentially have for Anna Ferris. Um, but yeah, I, I would say the mere fact that one of the lines was like, what if Oliver is one of those guys who wants to have like a conversation with the girl before he hooks up with her? And then Shelly goes, he's gay. Oh my God. Dude, I'm like, Jesus so Christ. Mm, so Jesus. Bad. So like, that's one of the lines and all of them suck. And they, <laughs> it, it's just, that, yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't. I I feel defeated thinking about it. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, I'm imagining Nick. You felt the same. I did. Okay. I, um. I actually had it at a two before, and I'm not really sure why. Because I just sort of wrote these down. It's a hundred percent a one. Um. Because like, there's literally. I mean, we're we're gonna talk about its rewatchability too. But like, there's just nothing about it that I think holds up or is particularly. Valuable, and I know you guys keep talking about Anna Ferris and how she's funny because she is funny, but this movie is not funny. And it's like if you gave someone a turd and you asked them to polish it, the turd would look better after, but it's still turd. Mm, so that's really insightful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so deep, so deep. He right. one joke. Le- I've had jokes. <laughs> We've had laughs. Uh, Layla, what did you think? Um, what if I was just like, I'm going to give it a four. Uh, no, I'm going to give it a one. <laughs> I um, Fucking damn it. Okay. I mean, it's, 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 it's such a, t- it's just the fact that I went into this thinking that I remembered I enjoyed it. And then I was this <laughs> yeah, fucking disappointed is a testament yeah. to how unrewatchable this movie is. Like it worked in one moment at one moment in time. And it'll yeah. never be something anyone cares about ever again. Um, mm-hmm. If I if I could give it less, I would. I, am I allowed to give a zero? Because I kind of want to. If that's an option no. to me, okay, fine. I'll give it a one. Yeah, it's really we, bad. We it's make really bad. arbitrary rules, and we don't. Allow <laughs> we don't allow. <laughs> I would say if I were rating, I would have given it a two. 
uh, and you know what? I'm not rating, so we don't have to worry about it. But everyone knows what this movie is, and that means something, and it made a good amount of money, and it has a 55 on Metacritic, which is only four off of Legally Blonde because critics are idiots. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I agree. I think that's such a good point, Layla, that it's like the excitement of remembering this movie and being like, oh, this was funny. This won't be that painful to watch. And then rewatching it and being like, oh, oh, wow, this is extremely painful to watch. Is <laughs> like, yeah, it's got to be low. All right, let's move on. Let's, let's get over the legacy. Let's talk about the originality, uh, how creative, uh, unique these movies are, how they stand out in their own genres. Um, but I also like to think with like comedies and stuff and especially ones that pertain to like schools, like how believable are they? Do they like get things pretty accurate or do they only rely on stereotypes? Uh, Nick, I think it's your turn to talk about House Bunny. <laughs> House Bunny. Okay. Um, I went with a four. What the fuck? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Explain that, please. Nick, Nick is like full of surprises. I love he it. He is. He definitely. I, uh, I think that there's. I had to give it. There's. The, I. I had to find a, a category. To, a category. Yeah, I had to find a <laughs> to put the things that you guys are t- are saying. The reasons that there's like something here into mm-hmm. and give it points there. Um. Maybe it's actually just the quotability of the movie, but I, I guess I'll talk about that. But I think that there's something there mm-hmm. that could have been a good idea. I think that a, a, an unafferous, like comedy vehicle like this is a great idea on paper, right? Like it should have worked, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't work. Like I think that the idea is not a bad idea. I just don't think like, it the has execution- a backbone. Is just so yeah. the execution just so poor really that like bad. even though Anna Ferris is fully invested in the character so much so that it's almost sad if you like read a little bit about it <laughs> like how invested she was in this like she got lip injections because she thought that that would be a good idea and like her character would have them I'm pretty sure she got a boob job after this movie because of this movie which is really kind of weird God I hope that's and not true. No, it's true. That's <laughs> oh. what I read. I don't know. I, but I think that there's so an idea sad. here. It's just like this like train wreck of like really poor execution that I just, I don't know. I felt like I, I had to give it credit for an idea and maybe this was the category for it. Maybe not. What did you guys give it? Well, that's uh, still an average uh, score. I mean, that's what you felt. What about, uh, yeah, Holly, Holly, what'd you think originality for House I, I totally agree with Nick. I, I think the idea had so much promise. I think where they fully fucked it up for me was the whole group of all everybody else besides Anna Ferris. Colin Hanks was fine. Yeah, like I didn't have a true. huge problems with him. He didn't his character didn't lend itself to poke holes in really. Mm-hmm. But I think the the whole sorority sisters group like we talked about before the stereotypes of those are fucking wacko yeah. like fucking one of them's just short and that's her stereotype yeah she doesn't <laughs> even like talk like she doesn't even she exist has, she has, oh dude and I, I just oh. you know what this, i i didn't go ahead sorry i'll talk about that Oh man! Now I really want to know, though. <laughs> you know what it is? You know what the you know what the stereotypes are in the soror the Zeta sorority? They're all of the like the stereotypes of things that like quote unquote men don't like. 
yeah. about women. Yeah. That's what they all are. Or what they're supposed yeah. to be. I think. Uh, but uh, men like sh- men like short women. That's an evolutionary. Not that's of, a, like a biological. Not of, your, not of your bad writer. They don't. I like <laughs> I like women who look like they just men. piss their pants because they just put a hose on well, their pants like and that's nerdy, really funny. When that it's happens. like nerdy piercings, mannish, <laughs> short. Injured. Yeah, 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 totally. And like, fucking, <laughs> when was a when was agoraphobe uh, like a college trait? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true Pretty that. Agor- fucking. Uh, <laughs> The one girl is a total to agoraphobe. Selectively yeah. mute agoraphobic British. Person. Yeah. Wow. I, I, yeah, that was uh, so bad. And then the, the like, Layla, your point earlier about the villains and, the, like, the villain in this movie has nothing. nothing Lame. Nothing about her do we like. She's so bad. Is that Sarah I honestly Wright? was like, yeah. 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 Married to um, Eric Olson. Who's Eric Olson? Oh. I know that name. Yeah, he's in, like, Fired Up and, uh, Oh, yep. I f- immediately pictured yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Uh, yeah, but I d- totally agree with you, Nick. I think the idea has a lot of promise, and there's a part of me that, like, really wishes they did it again, honestly, and updated it to mod- more modernized humor, like the kinds we're talking about with Forgetting Sarah Marshall and, and Legally Blonde. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it could could stand for an update, but, like, how do you fucking top Anna Ferris? I don't know. Listen, if she wanted to get lip injections for this role, I'm, I'm for you it. Do you do, you, girl. girl. If that's, yeah. I mean, yo, Leonardo DiCaprio slept in an animal carcass so he can win an Oscar. Like, she was, she was gunning it's, for that it's Oscar. It's not that she got the lip injections for a role. It's that she got the lip injections and then the movie just sucks so much ass that we're talking about it now and yeah. getting a bunch of ones. That's the sad I don't know. 50 Cent lost like 80 pounds for a movie that no one's ever seen. And, so. and if we were talking about that movie, we would be shitting all <laughs> yeah. over his decision. Layla, uh, Wait, was so it original for you? What did you guys give it? I'm... I give it a three. Three. Hmm. Slightly Four. below. Four. Four. Average. I'm going to give it a two. Okay. I think this trope is undeniably overused. Like, this is literally the same trope. It's a, a, a <laughs> people realizing that the version they were of themselves was fine. They didn't need to pretty themselves up. She's all that. The entire plot line is make yeah. her look really pretty. And then she realizes by the end, oh, who I was in the beginning is perfectly fine. And I don't need to look super pretty or change what I like or whatever. This is like, it's used. It's so overused over and over and again. And, again, and I'm done with it. The stereotypes are overused. They're bad versions. They're not good new versions of it. It doesn't work at all. Um, I don't think this is like a great, this is not a great depiction of women in so many different ways. Like, I just don't think the, the only reason I'm even giving it a two is because I think maybe the version of comedy Anna Faris does in her movies is just Anna Faris. And that's original in itself because she Mm -hmm. creates these characters like in scary movie and other movies that she's done. But Nothing about the characters, nothing about the writing. I'm sorry, Sydney White came out a year before this movie, and it's yes. almost identical to this movie. Like, it is, she literally... I fucking forgot about she that. She literally joins a fraternity with a group. It's, it's Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. It's seven men who are stereotypically dorky men who all have stereotypes like these women. And she, but unlike in this movie, she doesn't tell them to change. <laughs> she just tells everyone else that it's okay to be who you are so it like works it's like a better version of this movie and i mean amanda Bynes isn't necessarily super funny in it it's not amanda Bynes's best role but the rest of everything around amanda Bynes that they tried to do in this movie works in sydney white and Mm. 
it came out a year before it. So <laughs> this is just a very unoriginal movie to me. Damn. This movie sucks. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the originality of Legally Blonde. Uh, Holly, how original is Legally Blonde? Is it super creative? Yeah. I'm trying so hard not to be just totally lead with bias here that's <laughs> because my uh, my heart just my heart wants to say seven for everything for Legally Blonde. But this one, I'm going to give it a six. Whoa. <laughs> really? Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> you I don't need to feel bad for giving it a seven. If you want to give it a seven, give it a seven. Give sevens all around. Do I it. think for me, because there's a book for like there was a book first before mm-hmm. oh, it was a movie. Interesting. And I think that's the only thing that's pulling away from it full seven because I personally stand on the side of like when movies can successfully do things without source material, that's impressive, so impressive. Yeah. And they did this with great source material and it put it it made out a great movie, but that's the only thing um pulling that away. I just think that they don't they don't make a ton of movies in my opinion, where the popular, hot, rich girl is this fucking likable from the get-go. True that. Um, you, you want her to, to succeed every step of the way. She And she may seem like she coasts on her good looks at times, but they immediately dispel that, you know, like w- without giving away any uniqueness or originality. Like she has her scented pink paper. That's unique. Yeah. That's, of course, they're looking at it like how dumb, but it's memorable. It's unique. It's original. My favorite yeah. was her pink fuzzy tissue box. Like everything yeah. in her room was like pink, but for whatever, her tissue box is this like fuzzy pillow looking yeah. thing. And I was like, they invented I mean, that for her, her character. That's great. Her fucking, um, her admissions tape is so amazing. Yeah. Like that, that, I like the way they wrote a character so, um, stereotyped as her and made her so unique true that mm-hmm. so true um this movie w- this movie would not have i think house bunny while yes sydney white totally came out before this and i forgot about that i think this house bunny i don't think would have existed it if would not, not. For reese witherspoon in in this role yes house bunny exists simply because legally blonde was created a hundred hundred percent yeah holly i'm really glad that you brought up the point about Elle's character and like morality and what type of person she is because what I found to be so creative re-watching this that I was like very happy about was that from the start she's so incredibly nice there is not a she doesn't have any mean spirits about anything there's that moment when the um uh Edith or or whoever you played at the beginning Layla eat eat it Eden, Eden, Enid, Enid, or something. Yeah, Enid. That's right. Enid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, oh, were you the one who wrote that I was a dyke? And she's like, no, because I would never use that word. It must have been this other person, whatever. And she like every scene, she's so kind. And also, uh, Layla, I think you brought this up earlier. They they establish very early that she's very very smart. She's she's picked certain things to know a lot about and be very like naturally smart about and be and like well, there's just different versions of intelligence, and I think it's so important that this movie points that out. Like it's not just book smart, Mm -hmm. which she also is, but like you can have social intelligence, you can have emotional intelligence. Like she she encompasses all of those things, and she makes it a point to exemplify all of them throughout her life. And I think it's just such a, mm-hmm. I'll talk in a second. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, well, I was going to pass. Can, it if I could, can I piggyback on that point really yeah. fast that I, th- that's such a good point because 
I think also what it does, what the message it sends in this film is that what how we stereotype somebody else is putting her in a box because she is intelligent. She she proves everybody wrong. She gets into fucking Harvard. She's smart as fuck. But everyone else is looking at her just because by the way she looks. So it's flipping the script of you think that you're not judging the hot, pretty popular one, but you 100 percent are almost sometimes more that negatively than anybody else. Yeah. And I just love what she does for David Kidney. She's a fucking. Oh, yeah. I I love that scene. (laughs) And also it's there is one. There's only one character that believes in her like right away and never, never doubts her and never judges her just based on her appearance. And that's uh, Luke Wilson's character. At at no Mm -hmm. point does he make any judgments about her. And he actually believes in her uh, more. Um, but Layla, yeah. you were you were about to go in a little bit. So, what do you think originality was? Yeah, I'm actually going to give it a seven. I I don't think you can. I think part of the reason it was really difficult to find something to compare to this is because it is a one of a kind story and film and a one of a kind character. And I don't think there is a character to compare her to. The only like you're completely right about it having source material, but I think it's incredibly original that they chose to keep it as it was. And most people in Hollywood wouldn't have. And even to this day when they create these characters, they typically follow those stereotypes of a villain being a villain and not giving that villain humanity within these like teenage rom-coms or whatever. Like when they follow these tropes, they don't follow the legally blonde trope, which I was impressed that they chose to do it. It's it doesn't always hit and it did with this. So this these are some of the most to this day, we're looking 20 years later to this day some of the best female characters written and I will like die on that hill. Selma Blair's, Selma Blair's character is one of the best villains written because of her humanity and how much you fall in love with her over the film. Like, I just, I absolutely adore the way they wrote her. I think Elle is remarkable. I, she, she exemplifies exactly what women would be if society didn't force us to be a million other things. If society didn't force us to pit ourselves against each other. If society didn't make us feel like we couldn't be emotionally intelligent and book smart at the same time. All of the above, right? Like it's Selma Blair's character is a really great example of that. She feels like to succeed in what she's doing, she has to be harsh. She has to be pitted against other women. She has to fight against Elle. But from the beginning, Elle is like, no, we can work with each other. Like we can do this. We don't have to like love each other. We don't have to be best friends, but like I'll be kind to you. And Mm -hmm. that's what that's what women want to be to each other. But society doesn't typically allow us to be. And Elle exemplifies who we all want to be. And that's why we look up to her. And that's why we we adore this film so much. I just think this is truly like one of the best female-led films ever made. So I, I have to give it a seven. Hell yeah. We didn't even mention uh, H- Holland Taylor, right? That's her name? Uh, yeah. Who plays the professor that really believes in her. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, she's yeah. incredible too. She's, she has such I like, wish there was subtle moments, her. but... Um, that she's moment like, in the uh, salon, totally, where she straight up is just like, then you're not the woman I thought you were. And it's like, yeah, oh, she, God, montage time. She, re- <laughs> she reminds me of Professor Hillinger. If you're listening to this, Professor Hillinger, you're my girl, dude. Uh, all right. Uh, Nick, really what did you think originally? She's like, I mean, I was, I was close to her, so she's probably listening. Yeah. What's up, dude? Uh, go ahead. Professor Goldstein, <laughs> you were you were you're great. Um, yeah. And Professor Carey. I was talking about I have law school. Too. I was, yeah, but I was talking about law school. Yeah, okay, dude. Anyways, go ahead, Nick. What did you think originality? I think that for it? a really, um, a really important line 
is to to. I, well, I, first of all, I gave it a six only because same reason as Holly, only because it had a source material. I take a hard line stance on this podcast. He does. If something he does. has source material. I don't give it a seven unless it you've deviates. stuck to it. It doesn't, I, I agree. I don't think it deviates very much. So it's a six, but it's about as high as a six can be, because there's this you, there's this line that Warner says where he says, "If I want to be a senator, I need to marry a Jackie, not a Marilyn," hmm. and that is so fucked up. Because why can you not be both? And also, both of those women were totally fucked over by one of the most powerful men to ever walk the planet. Yeah. And man, I want to rewatch Jackie again. Totally, he totally just ruined both of those people, and it's so fucked up because they were both probably amazing people, and it's just it's like this. The movie is just it puts together in a funny package a really important message that like the whole world is just like men tell the world what it is and it's just that's just not really what it should be and what it needs to be and uh, unfortunately it is what it is but you can you don't have to be a jackie or a Marilyn. you can be a blend of different things it's this it's just a really good message that you know isn't replicated enough i love that yeah well said uh so mm-hmm. six out of seven i w- i i will say for me like i'm anybody that I was afraid that I was going to rewatch it and think that the writing for like law school or something was going to be trash. And I was going to be like, oh, Oh, everything is off. This isn't going to work. Like, this is wrong. I think it's very, very accurate to law school. And I actually think there are really, really clever moments of it. Like the moment when David Kidney... he like knows that it's an Aristotle quote. There's, there was always that kid who knew something that had nothing to do with the law and felt so proud about it when they were right. But the best <laughs> moment, and I, and I just, I love all of the writing in the courtroom scene. I just think it's really funny writing. It's, it's so really good. well, it's, it's well structured, but there's the moment where she starts talking about mens rea and the judge says, I don't need you to define mens rea, get to your argument or whatever is such an indictment of law school and how we just had to learn so much of this bullshit, like Latin phrases that meant nothing. (laughs) And all people would do is just define them. And the most obnoxious law school people are the ones who just regurgitate the lines that they read uh, at some Mm -hmm. point for some stupid textbook. So thank you, Legally Blonde, for actually being a pretty great uh, uh, law school movie and courtroom movie. Um, Hell yeah. Let's talk about the best category for comedies, like the best way of really <laughs> differentiating them. Most movies don't need to be super quotable and so super rewatchable, but I strongly believe that comedies should be because that's what makes us return to them and that's what makes us talk about them with our friends. So... Let's talk about these movies and how quotable they are, like how it, it, how it uh, went into your conversations with your friends and how rewatchable it's been over time. Holly, Legally Blonde. Seven, 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 oh, seven, seven! <laughs> this movie is so quotable! Yeah. I quote this movie probably like unknow- unknowingly so much even. I think one of my favorite quotes is, when Elle is at the party and everyone told her to dress up as the bunny, which, whoa, huh, Playboy bunny, huh? Oh, there's the house tie. House bunny. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but 
I, I love when, when Vivian is being a dick to her and she's, Vivian's like, I love your costume or whatever. And then Elle's like, Oh, I love your costume, your outfit too. Uh, frigid but when bitch. I dress up like a fri- fri- yeah, when I dress up like a frigid bitch, I try not to look so constipated. Literally <laughs> so iconic, bad. iconic. <laughs> and it, it gives you such so a, good. it's like the, a one line that gives you a snapshot and damn Elle's quick. She's smart. She's quick. Then she leaves though. And still kind of has a breakdown because she's not, she has she's human. Still. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I, I love like when she's talking about in her defense of Ali Larder's character and she was like, they're all like, how do you know she didn't do it? And she's like, well, in, uh, exercise gives you endorphins and endorphins make you happy and happy people just don't murder their husbands. <laughs> <laughs> oh my it's God. So they funny. say that in the play too. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. The play is, I don't know if you guys have seen the musical. The musical is so fucking good. Yeah. There are it is moments weirdly where it feels more like, racist. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's got weird moments yeesh, of appropriation I <laughs> where I'm like, why? Why did they do that? They completely. But m- the music is great. It, there are really fu- there are cool moments in Legally Blonde where you could totally tell that it's a stage play. Like when she sees that she's one of the associates for the summer and she goes uh-huh. to the front to the camera or whatever. It's like she goes to the stage. And um, yeah, it's great. But that's a great quote, by the way. Uh, was it quotable for uh, you, Layla? Oh, I mean. I can't even believe you didn't bring up Bend and Snap. Like that whole, like that entire sequence is like probably one of the most discussed, remembered sequences ever. Like when we were kids, we totally like talked about that shit and did it. But also what? Like it's hard. Like that line, I I say that in real life. Like people, I absolutely have had people say that to me. So this is a hard seven. This is probably one of the most quoted like between females whatever like friends and stuff like that when we were kids we constantly talked about this movie and quoted this movie to each other just easy (laughs) nick did you quote this movie with your with your friends (laughs) my females (laughs) (laughs) what i uh i don't quote this movie super often but i do think it's very quotable and it is very rewatchable to me i gave it a six like I do really like rewatching this movie. It's just full of so many good burns too. Yeah. Like, oh my god, Holly such good burns. Just so great. Um uh, what uh, <laughs> there's just so many good lines. Uh this is just gonna be this is gonna be just like senior year, except funner this is a great line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, wait. No, I can't find it. It's just so great. I, I don't know. I, I gave it six. I would re I would rewatch it. <laughs> I just watched it like a few weeks ago, uh, like the last third, like I said, and I would, did not mind rewatching. I I, I used to quote I ju- I the courtroom scene where they're they're uh, uh, when the pool boy is in the witness stand or whatever, and he's like, "And your boyfriend's name is Chuck?" No, I mean I Chuck. It, he's just a friend or whatever. You bitch! <laughs> and he, like, gets uh, every. Uh, and the I object thing, like everyone has done that uh-huh. at some point. It's pretty great. Um, okay, six, uh, a six for Nick and sevens for the ladies. Uh, let's talk about House Bunny. How quotable and rewatchable is it? Layla, since you are grimacing over there, um, what did you think? This is going to be very short. I'm going to give it a one simply because I never want to see this movie ever again, ever in my life. So thank you very much. Goodbye. <laughs> Okay, no quotes. All right, Holly, what about you? No, what's wait, actually Holly, you end it because I'm sure that you have things to say. Nick. 
Uh, <laughs> it was yes, which must be a nice vacation for his balls. That was the line. I that, don't remember. That was the line <laughs> by Jennifer Coolidge. Yes. Yeah, he's probably still scratching his head. Oh, it's probably a good vacation for his balls. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, that's such a good scene. Um, I gave I gave House Money a two in this hmm. category because uh, out of the shit film. Some of the lines are actually pretty funny. Um, some of them are stupid, like manhole. I like that word, manhole. It's just the dumbest line. Uh, some of them are not that bad um, outside of the movie, which is trash. Like, this is not a brothel. Oh, I'm not looking to make soup. Yeah. That's <laughs> kind of funny. As like is that one of I, the four? Is that one of the four that you laughed at? <laughs> I don't know if I laughed at that one. Actually, no, I, I think that is. It's that one. Not the first two times that the door is really super loud, but the last time. I With think the dogs do like, barking in the background. <laughs> yes, they do it one... The first couple times, I was like, that's a, such a weirdly, specifically stupid bit. And then the last time they did it, I was like, okay, now it's kind of funny and I don't know why. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think out of context, some of the lines are funny, but overall, it's trash. And I also don't want to watch it ever again. Damn. <laughs> Holly, how quotable and rewatchable was it for you? Oh, man. Um, I gave, I don't know. I'm not going to, it's like hard because if I'm doing it in the, within like our generation, I would give it a three because yeah. if you say someone's name, like the way she says their, their names, I think oh, people that, would get yeah. that. Yeah. So that was because everyone was doing that in the years after. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. I'm waffling between a two and a three because I do love the line when Anna Ferris is at dinner and she's like, um, can I just get instead of the mahi mahi? Can, can I, just I just get, get one? Mahi? Yeah. One. <laughs> I'm glad Another you brought that up. Just, line. Yeah. I'm not that hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that. I was like, that's fucking smart. I actually so think about I, that I, when I, I see mahi mahi on menus. So yes, me too. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't, yeah, I agree with Nick that I think like if you take some of the lines out without the context, even it's funnier somehow. I, but, uh, so uh, two and a half, I'm going to have two and a half. But I agree. I mean, when it came out, people would quote it and stuff. Like I remember yeah, laughing yeah. and quoting about uh, the part when she's like, yeah, hence. Uh, <laughs> which, <laughs> uh, and then everyone did the, oh yeah, Cinderella. Um, I don't yeah. think that is funny at all. Even if you don't watch. find it funny, it was super quotable. Just, Everyone yeah, was doing that with, after this movie. Nick, I agree. I don't think it's funny either, but it was it everyone was quoted cool. yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. I, she also just for as does many it lines as there so are well. quotable, there are absolute trash lines. Like we mentioned one earlier, or yeah, the they one cancel where, each other out. The one they do. So I should give it a zero. Um, <laughs> the one, the one where. Um, Oh, geez. I think it's Emma Stone's characters talking about tying her shoes together and throwing them over telephone wires. Oh, my God. And she says, like, because I see it everywhere, and it seems like people would have fun doing that. Like, how hard can you throw? You know what I mean? Like, what are you? It, it falls so flat. So cringy. It's, so it's That whole sequence, that's that is, the hence scene. But, yeah. Yes. That scene is, that is so uncomfortable because that is not. The like, whole the car wash scene like, is so, when she there. starts Pouring the water on herself, and those guys are like, ah, oh, "Like, put, get your oil can, robot, or whatever." I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> yeah, 
you're kidding me. And she's uh, still in love with his, with his friend. The, the lead singer of All, all American, American Rejects. Rejects. I know. Which, why the fuck was he in this movie? I have no, no idea. idea. His songs no are playing clue. throughout the movie. Though, he was so. like, that's the I lead know. singer of All American Rejects. And I was like, why? Why is known. that the lead singer of All American Rejects? If you cast the lead singer of a, like a, a pop punk band or a pop band, then you can almost guarantee your film is not like going to stand the test of time. Yeah, that's true. That's that's, that's true. the quickest way to age something. Yeah. Uh, all right. We're closing it out, Nick. Uh, I'm guessing that House Bunny absolutely dominated Legally Blonde. What's up? Can I just say really fast? Because I know we're not doing this category this week. We normally do eye candy. candy? I think we need to acknowledge Elle's outfits in Legally Blonde. I feel like that can't not go talked about. (laughs) Can I also bring up that the director of photography, when you watch Legally Blonde, you could totally tell that this guy, Legally Blonde's a good movie, but you could tell he's like, I'm doing this rom-com, but once in a while, I'm going to do these shots that people are going to like. There's like this diagonal shot that's going back and forth with her going through the halls the first day at Harvard. (laughs) And I was like, oh, man, this guy's going places. Maybe he did. I I didn't recognize his (laughs) name. I think it was like Roger Deakins who shot it. Um, (laughs) It could have been. Um, But no, I I agree. I, I also do think some comedies will bring it up, but like... It's just not even fair to something like House Bunny that's not even attempting. No, and I and I don't think that we should. I just candy, it needed know. to be acknowledged. Like yeah. her, you know Reese Witherspoon owns all amazing. of those outfits now, Layla. I mean, she should. I mean, it, was <laughs> it should be contract. in a museum. <laughs> I love the one that she wears on the lawn when they're playing football, and it so looks like something that Tyler Durden would wear in uh, Fight Club <laughs> with the fuzzy what? jacket yeah, and the bikini and the fuzzy yeah. jacket and the glasses, the pink glasses, yeah. Yeah, totally. it's like when he's in the hotel room. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, yeah, yeah. How did Legally Blonde do? A uh, hundred. A hundred out of a hundred and five. Wow, one of the highest. Hell yeah. And Fuck House you, Bunny. IMDb. I don't know <laughs> Suck it. Any, we need to maybe. No, we we've to, had worse. Trust we me. need to cross references. Has any movie been sub thirty? Ooh, with I don't think three a movie people. Has been sub thirty with three people. Because Holly gave it a gave the last category instead of you giving a three, you gave it a two point five Holly, which made it twenty nine point five. Oh, oh my god! Don't think has ever. I don't know we've ever been critics. Critics like this movie way more than you guys, (laughs) and that is insane. Um. Cool. Well, sorry that you guys had to watch House Bunny, but I enjoyed the conversation. You guys made me laugh, and I also made people laugh once in a while. Um, Let's – I guess next week we're not doing anything. We are going to take a break, and you guys all should because it's Memorial Day, and you should uh, have respect for that holiday and also have fun and be nice. And have a beer. Holly is touring the world. Holly, where are you going? Where are your I shows? That. I, am, I, saw that I am not touring tweet. the world. You're far too generous. If I'm touring the world of Arizona, I'm oh. going to multiple, what a world. multiple cities in Arizona. I'll mm-hmm. be uh, on a couple shows there, and then I have a bunch in L.A. when I come back. So Arizona, the happy Madison of states. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Dave, that was yeah, good. That, that was good. Uh, you could you, you could feel free to use that. I want you to. Yeah, when I'm insulting their state when I'm there, that's a great idea. Yeah. I think you should. Thank you them. for welcoming me to your your shitty state, the Happy Madison states. 
Oh, this is the Joe Dirt and Little Nicky uh, Estates. All right. Uh, I got some recommendations. I don't know if you guys have some uh, for other movies that people should watch if they like Legally Blonde um, and didn't like House Bunny but wanted a better version or something. Yeah, you can watch Sydney um, White if you want that. I, a really good – because I thought Legally Blonde was so good in the courtroom – there is a movie that surprised me from this year. It's technically from 2018, but it came out this year, and I, and I, I won't explain the whole thing unless you want to text me and I can explain it because it's ridiculous. But there's a movie called Monster that came out on Netflix. It's produced and stars uh, as one of the characters. Nas um, is in it, and he did a great job. And Jeffrey Wright. Uh, and it stars Kelvin Harrison Jr. It's really, really powerful and poetic, but it's it's also just so accurate in the courtroom scenes uh, that I just, I, I got to bring it up. I hate court too. Um, a great Reese Witherspoon uh, movie, a classic with her that I love. And every time I watch Legally Blonde, I'm like, oh, I should go back and rewatch Election. She's just amazing yeah, in Election. That was when she came on the scene yeah. and just uh, dominated. And it, it, she's so like peppy. It's like a, it might be one of her. It's like if best. she was combined with Selma Blair's character in Legally Blonde. Yeah. Um, it's a great but Reese Witherspoon. Uh, you guys didn't bring it up, but there's this one part that I love with her acting, and it's when she's eating the chocolates in her bed, and she looks at each one before and. Each one, she like decides whether she's gonna put it back in the. And box then there's one where she's like, "Oh, okay," it. and then she keeps yeah. eating. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, that's just amazing acting! I fucking love that." Last one, favorite Anna Ferris role ever uh, for me is uh, "Observe and Report." She essentially plays the house bunny character, but like way ditzier and like so making fun of herself in it. And uh, that movie's crude as shit, but it's it's very funny. I lo- I love it. Um, do you guys have any recommendations? I didn't prepare myself, yeah. but Holly. I think elections like the best thing ever. I'm so glad you said it. Go ahead, Holly. So good. Uh, Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Fuck I, yes. I brought it up earlier, but it is one of the most, I genuinely think one of the most underrated comedies ever. It is so I completely funny. agree. <laughs> I think Nick's it, fiance, Julie has recommended that we do it on the pod at some point. Yes. It, it is, is so underrated. It's so underrated. People it do not is. talk about it enough. It is so fucking no. funny. Damn. Yeah, I should talk I, I, about I, it more. You guys uh, should do it on the pod. I, 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 it's so good. It, it's Lisa Kudrow and Mira Sorvino like at their fucking best. Truly. I mean, I know friend, I know friends was great, but fucking <laughs> Romy and Michelle. Wow. Dude, it's shots iconic. to fucking slander. No, I, I, I love friends. I absolutely love friends. I just think, I think she can do other types of comedy and this is like tangentially related to Phoebe, but it's still yeah. its own character. And the out, the outfits in that movie are so iconic. Mm. Holy shit. Like I want to go as every, every scene in that movie. I want to do their uh, one day. I want to do their two dresses for Halloween. Oh, Just absolutely. iconic. Yeah. <gasps> Same. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> any other ones, Holly? in my, Costumes no that's it for me okay that's it for you nick do you have any ones like this that you uh no recommend? i don't have any for okay. this one and layla no i'm no? good all right well this has been a blast you three uh let's uh have everyone go follow us on instagram that would be amazing That'd be cool. uh we are facing off pods just look us up and you'll find us there you should also follow us on twitter and you should follow holly as i said it it's at it's holly brown on uh twitter and 
at Holly Anna Comedy on. No. God damn it. <laughs> oh, dude. Idiot. Holly baby. Brown Comedy. Holly Brown Comedy on uh, Instagram. She's funny as shit. Go follow her. Uh, anybody got a send off? Uh, the first cardinal rule of perm maintenance is that you're forbidden to wet your hair for at least 24 hours after getting a perm at the risk of deactivating <laughs> the ammonium thigoclate. God, Nick. Every, every fucking Cosmo incredible. girl knows this. <laughs> uh.